are Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Thursday, March 11th. Your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that is not looking forward to playing the Caps tonight. <laughs> just no. come out and say it, Rachel. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I And I didn't think I was going to feel like this playing the Caps this season, but here we are. This is Flyers Hockey. <laughs> but to keep up to date on all of Flyers Hockey, make sure you're following us on Twitter at LockedOnFlyers. We will make sure you're up to date on all the team news, games, game recaps. That's where you can get all of our episodes, plus Phantom stuff. And if you don't have Twitter, you can also contact us uh, via email at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. We are your hosts. I'm Danielle. And I'm Rachel. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So today we are going to touch on a few notes from practice and look at a few defensive pairings because the defensive breakdowns have got us to this point. And then we will preview tonight's matchup against Washington Locked on Flyers is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are currently listening. So make sure you're subscribed. We release five episodes a week, so you don't want to miss any of them. All right, Rachel, let's get into some news from yesterday's practice, which will most likely roll over to tonight's game. It came out that Alex Lyon was loaned to the Phantoms uh, from the taxi squad, and the Flyers recalled Felix Sandstrom from the AHL. Pretty understandable. I mean, Alex Line has not gotten in a game in about a year, so it made sense that he would go down to get in a couple of reps with the Phantoms, but were you surprised that Sandstrom was recalled? No, they have to have somebody on the taxi squad as an emergency goalie, so, you know, I think that if they needed an emergency goalie, on the Flyers side of things, Sandstrom is the guy that they want if they can't have Alex Lyon. Yeah. So I, I just think it was the, the logical way to go. But I'm I'm very happy that Alex Lyon is going to get some reps because you're right, not having played in a game in a year, is uh, it's not good if he's like your emergency call-up goalie. So hopefully he'll get some time with the Phantoms. Absolutely, and hopefully he can help the Phantoms out. So let's get into the lines from practice, which will most likely be the lines for tonight. Top line was intact with JVR, Couturier, and Faraby. Then we had Lawton, Hayes, and Konechny, Limblom, Giroux, and Voracek, and Andrioff, Patrick, and NAK. Now, just a little side note, the Limblom JVR Voracek line was honestly used as the second line against the Sabres. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that um, the middle six switch, but just semantics, uh, how it was written out. Jeru's line was the third line. How do you feel before we j- jump into the defensive pairings, which uh, we're going to spend a good amount of time on any, um, any concerns about the, the forward lines? I mean, yes, but <laughs> I don't know that there's, <laughs> 
a, a better way to do it right now. And I think, you know, something that also translates to the defensive situation is that the Flyers have not had consistent lines that mm-hmm. la- have lasted, you know, more than a couple games pretty much all season just because of circumstances. And so, you know, regardless of what the effort looked like against Buffalo overall, there was scoring. I mean, they did get four goals out of the game in in regulation. And I think they just, they need to ride what they have for a little bit to get a true sense of how it's working. I, I would say the exception to that is the power play, like just fix it. But <laughs> um you know, just to have like some meaningful data to work with, with some consistent lines out there. So I I think it's fine. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I mean, is it perfect? No, but I do agree with you that consistency is something that would like to see with the lines. Um, I know a couple episodes back, I said, maybe we should uh, separate the top line. Yeah, with the way the Flyers are playing, let's not do that. Um, so I agree with you. Um, ideally you wouldn't like to see Andrioff on Patrick's wing, but we are at this point in the season. So that's that. But let's jump into those defensive pairings. So in practice, there was Provorov with Gossespair, Sanheim with Braun and Haig and Gustafson, and then Myers skating with Prosser. After uh, practice, AV met with the media and it looks like because of uh, Myers being paired with Prosser that Myers is going to be scratched today. No, uh, no confirmation on that at the time of recording. But if AV tends to go the 12 forward 6D, which I think he should if he likes to roll four lines, um, especially against the Caps, then it seems like Myers will sit. First going on with Provorov, AV said that we obviously haven't found a uh, in his estimation, the Niskanen back with Provorov um, or the whole, haven't filled the whole of Niskanen with Provorov. Um, and Myers came up and he said that uh, they're looking for Myers to be more consistent. And he, obviously they're waiting for someone to step up uh, into that Niskanen role. Uh, but with the few looks that Myers has got in the, that role, he hasn't taken advantage of it. And AV basically said that out of all the defensive pairings, uh, Sanheim and Braun have been the best uh, so far this season. I wanted to take a look at that and talk to you about it, Rachel. So did a little digging, looked at the top um, the top five pairs according to time on ice, just five on five. And it seemed like it was, no surprise, Provy and Ghost, Sanheim, Braun, Hey Gustafson, Myers Sandheim, and then Provy Myers. And with those five pairs, I looked at um, their scoring chances percentage, their high danger, uh, Corsi four percentage, um, deployment, um, and then goals for per sixty and goals against per sixty. And looking at the stats, I mean, no surprise that it matches the or the eye test that Sandheim and Braun have been the better defensive pairings out of those four uh, out of the five pairings that I've listed and honestly out of all the pairings (laughs) that possible so far this season Um, not too much of a surprise but one thing that did surprise me is that you know we talked about it a little bit with Brad when he was on um, a couple of days ago and the Pro V Myers pairing has not been amazing but they haven't been horrible now they're 
scoring chances for are a 53.57% and their high danger Corsi 4 percentage is at 52 or rounded up to 53. So they're kind of even on that um, aspect, which I mean, being above 50 is a plus. And it seems like Obviously, a lot of the defensive deployment is on the fly, but they normally get the neutral zone um, deployment. So I'm wondering if the problem in this pairing is the fact that the goals for per 60 when they're on the ice is pretty much the same as their goals against, which um, are pretty much the same at uh, two, uh, two goals per 60 minutes they're on the ice for and against. Um, what did you think so far with, I guess, everything that I have laid out for you and based on AV's um, comments earlier? Yeah, I think the comment about not having found the Niskanen replacement is laid out by what you just presented because you have, so you have the Pro V Ghost pairing and the Pro V Myers pairing, which you talked about. And they both have, they're, they're both like very, high reward mm-hmm. or relative high reward on the goals for side but are very similarly performing on the goals against so from the eye test perspective you know you're going to see them do some really good things but then you're going to see them make some boneheaded mistakes and lo and behold that is what is happening with both of those pairings and we have not had that sort of calming or solidifying presence that Matt Niskanen provided as a partner for Ivan Provorov thus far. And it just seems like that there is no one that's going to do that on the current roster. It feels like they've tried everything. But I think those two pairings in particular, you know, with Ghost and Myers up there with him have illustrated exactly what the problem is. Yeah. I agree with you there. So as we look to prepare for tonight's game against the Capitals, the NHL season has tons of games on every night. And now is the perfect time to decide what bets you're thinking of making before the puck drops each night. The perfect place to go is to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And, you know, f- football is long in our rearview mirror, but there's so many other sports out there. The NBA, college basketball, golf, soccer, all that's happening right now. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, which is great news as this bachelor season is slowly winding down and getting exciting. So you can get any real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered with all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today with the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Flyers, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered with Locked On Today. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski, and it has all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I think overall, it's clear so far as we've gone into the the season that 
defensively, the the hole that Matt Niskanen left is there, and no one is there to fill it, like you've said. But just as a as a team, defensively, everyone has taken a step back. Now, you know, we have the Sanheim Myers pairing has been just shockingly bad. Uh, the numbers, you know, I don't want to say is it is it a sophomore slump for Myers. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure why this pairing is not working out. I mean, their scoring uh, chances are below 50%. Their high danger chances are below 50%. They're getting mostly um, neutral zone starts, so it's not like they're heavily in the defensive zone. And then their goals for is below their goals against. So they're a negative impact when they're on the ice together. I think that factors in, in addition to the hole that Matt Niskanen left. And so I think it's clear that the Flyers need to go out and get someone to fill that hole. I think that's clear. But I don't know if I'd say that the coaching staff has made, has really tried to shake up the bottom four as well as they they have. Like, there's been different defensive pairings out there together. So what I mean by that is that, you know, from these five pairings that we have, Ghost has either played with Provy or Haig or he scratched. Like, that, that's really it. I mean, there's sometimes, I mean, when a, someone goes down, Ghost might be paired with someone else if he's in the game. But the a large amount of time we have seen Ghost is that He's either with Provorov or he's with Haig. And that is just a huge jump. And so I guess my question to you is that, do you think that the coaching staff has, have they utilized the defense to the best of their abilities so far this season? I don't know because it's hard. I think that they're trying a lot of different things. They're not trying everything, but... You know, obviously based on handedness and I, I don't, I'm not saying, you know, we talk about Gus ghosts together on a power play. I would not have them out together as a regular defensive pairing. Right. So I think that there are some pairings that just don't make sense at all. That being said, you know, to the earlier part of our conversation where we were talking about, you know, some consistency, I think that. Other than this Myers problem, which seems to be sticking out more than anybody else, well, maybe secondarily to Ivan Provorov's problem uh, with him not playing as well as he has in the past, I just think that some consistency will help and and just give some pairings some time to breathe and and see what happens. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And one thing I will also say is that, yes, Myers is not having, like, there's definitely a Myers problem, right? But instead of scratching him, I would like to see him maybe play with different partners that are not either Provorov or Sanheim. And I'm not talking about Haig. And so, you know, I just think that it seems like they're going to stick with Provy and Ghost as uh that top pair, Sanheim and Braun, I definitely don't think there's uh, any reason you split them up. But that third pairing, you can get a little creative. It doesn't always have to be Haig. And and that's what I I guess my biggest problem here is that it seems like it's either Haig-Gus or uh, Haig-Ghost or some kind of combination with Haig. And, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna, I agree with you. I don't think that there should be a uh, Ghost-Gustafson pairing. But maybe try, like, let's see what a um, Myers-Ghost or a Myers-Gustafson 
what type of pairing could look like and give it more time to see if they can figure it out. Because I, I guess, you know, with Myers, I just don't think that you can continuously, it's it's beneficial to continuously sit him and rotate him and play, oh, you play these two games and then you sit and then you play these two games and you sit. Because as much as the Flyers need to go for it, and I think that they should, you know, we still have that hole and they're not going to go for it until they fill that hole. So in the meantime, I'd like to see if we can try to get Myers out of this funk that he's in by actually playing him versus having him sit in the press box. I mean, listen, I'm up for anything that's going to try and solve this problem because it's not going away anytime soon as far as we can tell. You're absolutely right. All right, so it seems like we still have a ton of questions on defense, but we, you know, have to put that to the to the back and look forward to tonight's game against the Washington Capitals. So if you forgot a little bit about the Capitals, let me remind you, currently their record is 15-6-4. In their last five games, they are 4-1, and one, and their only loss came to Boston, and that was a 5-1 to one loss. The last time we saw the Capitals, it was on Sunday, and they beat the Flyers 3-1. to Just a little recap of that game. In the first period, the Flyers came out pretty dominant, and they were set up by that top line and put the Flyers up one going into the second period. And then that's where everything started to fall apart. <laughs> it was a tough second period. I mean, it truly felt like the Flyers lost all their puck races, any 50-50 battles uh, on the boards, and it honestly seemed like the Flyers couldn't comp- complete a pass. Washington led with 27-8 to in shot attempts and 32-17 to in offensive zone entries. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Rachel, but I, tr- I feel like the Flyers lost the game in the second period. Yeah, they did. It it was just clear that they only had one period of hockey in them in that game. Yeah, and it was going coming out on the third was just everything needed to go right and it did not for the team. So that kind of wraps up Sunday's game. When we look at this team special teams, the Caps are still you know, in the top 10 in the league, uh, in both uh, power play and penalty kill, power play, they're sixth in the league to the Flyers, who are 22nd. Penalty kill, they are seventh in the league to the Flyers, who are 26th. So now's the interesting part. Players to look out for. I would say uh, Jacob Verana, he has been on fire in the past five games. He has four goals and four assists in his last five games. And then a really surprising one, but I feel like after watching them so much this season, Nicholas Backstrom, I don't know what like change in his philosophy, but he's shooting the puck more and they're going in for him. So it's not like you have to worry about him setting someone up. It's him setting someone up and setting himself up because now he's shooting more. And it just seems like every time I watch a game, Nicholas Backstrom scores. So definitely putting him on one of my players to look out for. I keep waiting for him to like fade out and he just doesn't. (laughs) It's really annoying, actually. I mean, lovely guy, but annoying as a fan of other teams, right? Absolutely. Um, So those are my two. Is there anyone that you would want to look out for in tonight's game? 
Yeah, I would have said uh, Jacob Rana, too. I think, you know, he's definitely on a tear. I think that these two games are going to be pretty chippy, is my prediction. I think that, you know, the Flyers have a little bit of edge right now and, and something to prove. And the Caps are just kind of fighting for divisional supremacy here. And I, yeah, I I think they also are feeling a little bit of a chip because they're annoyed about the Tom Wilson suspension. And they just want to, like, prove that they'll win all these games without him. So I'm... I'm nervous for the level of violence that could ensue in these games. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So as the Flyers try to tune up their defense, I've been trying to make sure my car is up to date. And one way I've been doing that is with rockauto.com. We've talked about it before RockAuto.com's prices are so consistent and reliably low, I can always tell that I'm getting the best deal and I'm not being taken advantage of. And RockAuto is truly for everyone, and they don't even require a membership or an account login. And RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, so definitely a company I can trust. If you go to RockAuto.com right now, you can find auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. You can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And like we said, they are consistently affordable and they treat everyone the same, whether you are a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selections, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Get the upper hand in your fantasy leagues with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. I think that two players that I didn't uh, bring up before, I would say Ovechkin, I mean, at this point, I feel like you can kind of bank that OV is going to score. Uh, it may not be a power play goal, which we all expect, but it'll be somewhere. I just feel like he, when there's players out, he seems to step up, and a lot of their uh, key guys do in this situation. And then Evgeny Kuznetsov. Now, originally I wasn't going to talk about him, but I just feel like I could absolutely see Kuznetsov scoring on the power play or something like that. It's not necessarily him making, being like a dominant player in the game, but he's just a passenger that is able to capitalize off of a Backstrom play or a Novechkin play or whatever type of play. (laughs) So he's definitely someone I think um, we should keep an eye out on. You talked about Chippy and you talked about the Capitals playing without Tom Wilson, which they will continue to be uh, tonight. 
Uh, and with Wilson out, they've seem to stack their top line with Backstrom, Ovechkin, and TJ Oshie. That's a scary that's top not, line. I know. I was going <laughs> to say, like, that's not terrifying at all. <laughs> it's, a ter- it's a scary top line, but I just feel like it also gives Verona just time and space to be on that second line and to people not really keep an eye out for him and so he can take advantage but that also means that um, Lars Eller is playing 2C. And uh, from what I've seen, now this could change, but from what I've seen in the past couple of Cavs games, Lars has been in that 2C role. And so I think that the Flyers can kind of take advantage of that. Now, if AV continues the forward lines as they were in practice and as they were when we talked about it earlier in the episode, I think that Limblom Giroux, Voracek line could take advantage of the Caps' third and fourth line. I feel like they looked good against Buffalo, and I feel like Limblom Well, who doesn't look just... good against <laughs> Buffalo except for the Flyers, well, right? Yeah, I was going to say, well, some <laughs> Flyers didn't look great. But I, I think that Limblom is continuously taking steps uh, to what he looked like before. And I just feel like it's a, it's it's only a matter of time before he gets going and starts producing offensively. And I think I really like that he's with Giroux and Voracek, who looked dominant in, in um, the game against Buffalo as well. So I'm hoping AV keeps them together because I think that they could be a big line for us in addition to the Couturier line. Um, but with the Couturier line probably being up against uh, the Backstrom line, I mean, we'll see uh, what AV, um, what matchups AV is trying to chase because it does seem like he likes to chase some matchups. We'll see how it uh, pans out. But I think that those two lines could be big lines tonight. You know, I think it's a, a really good thought. I, I certainly hope that comes through in the game. I think you're right about Lindblom and I do think that the third line really you know could have a moment especially if they get the matchups right with the way that AV has structured the lines there's really there's going to be like one line free right at any given moment and you know Lavi might switch it up to put his top two lines against you know different of those three lines over the course of the game, I think that's possible. So somebody's going to be free in theory to have some opportunities and it might as well be Oscar Lindblom, right? That's who I would want to score. I mean, one, because obviously I love when he scores, but also just, I feel like he's been working. He definitely deserves it. He's been working so hard and Oscar, he does all the little things that, you know, you want him to get rewarded. Looking at some other weaknesses for the Caps, I saw that a lot of Caps fans were saying that, you know, they feel like the Caps seem to always consistently get burned by speed and that they can't seem to hold a lead. And honestly, when thinking about that, that kind of reminds me of the Flyers. So hopefully the Flyers are able to capitalize on, on that. And with speed, I mean, I would hope that the Hayes line would be able to take advantage, but you never know. I, they weren't a line that I thought was, uh, that stood out in a positive way to me besides Scott Lawton uh, against Buffalo. So we'll have to see. Anything else about the Caps that you think we should uh, discuss? I'm not sure who they're going to put in net yet, but I am very curious to see what AV does 
given Hart's last performance. Uh, you have to assume they're going to split these two starts, but do they, like, are they going to go Elliot and then Hart? I mean, that would be my guess. It's funny that you would say that because I reached out to Bill Meltzer uh, and he confirmed that Elliot gets the start tonight and we'll see Hart the next night. So you were right. You and A.V. are in the same minds. Well, uh, listen, this is me trying to predict what A.V. does. It's not necessarily what I would do. Let's let's say that. That's very fair. Although, actually, in this case, I might agree with him just because he seemed especially rattled after that last game, spent some additional time in practice worth working with the goalie coach yesterday, I saw. So I think um, I think having an extra bit of time before his next start is probably a good thing. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. So I don't have a Flyers fun thing today. Honestly, I've been racking my brain about it over and over again, and I couldn't find one. But hopefully tonight the Flyers give us a win, and that's the fun thing for tomorrow. So I'm yes. putting this on the Flyers, and hopefully they Manifesting win Manifesting a Flyers fun thing <laughs> is your fun thing. Just imagine the gritty gif of gritty lighting uh, candles, and that's us manifesting a win tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's show. We'll be back again tomorrow to recap tonight's game against the Capitals, as well as talk about Gritty, thankfully. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. So make sure you send us in any questions you have on Twitter at LockedOnFlyers or at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Danielle. You can find me on Twitter at Danielle underscore Nick. That's Danielle underscore N-I-C-C. And I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R Miriam. That's R M I R I A M. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.